Hey there, lovely listeners. Welcome to Uniquely Wired Podcast. I'm your host, Nani. On this podcast, we uncover the beauty and nature of autism through heartfelt conversations. Let's jump in. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. If you're new here, welcome. I pray that every episode on this podcast will be a blessing to you and your family, and that you feel seen and that you feel loved and heard. Um, This journey is definitely a unique one, and it can for sure feel lonely. You know, you can just feel isolated um, in many areas of this journey. So again, welcome. I cannot believe, y'all, that we are starting. We are kicking off Season two of the podcast. Like, what? <laughs> I cannot believe it. Um, but I'm definitely excited to get started with this season and just all the amazing guest speakers that I will be having on the podcast this season. So y'all better buckle up and be ready for a treat, okay? Because it's gonna be really good. Um, but nonetheless, I hope that you guys had a wonderful December. I know my December was very busy, but overall had a great time, Um, was able to spend time with my parents here at the house. They actually stayed over on New Year's Eve. So, you know, it was a very, I want to say simple holiday, but at the same time, beautiful. You know, we made the best out of it. And I know On my last episode of season one, I mentioned how on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, we were going to go and take the kids to the zoo to see the lights. Um, Yeah, about that. That did not happen. Okay. And this is when I tell y'all like setting realistic expectations. Like sometimes we will make plans or a lot of the times we're going to make plans and It's just not going to go as planned. That's just the way life is, okay? And yes, I was upset. I'm not going to lie. I was upset, but at the same time, like, I understood it's okay. Life happens. Like, just make memories with the kids at home, and that's what we did. Um, So... Anywho, this first episode of season two, it's just going to be me, um, the host, talking to you guys about a couple updates with the kids and also an update on myself. And I will also end this episode with a short, encouraging message for you all that are listening Um, for this year. I know we are already a few weeks into the new year, but you know, it is the first episode of the year. So I do want to share a little heartfelt message with you all, which is why my phone is here. Um, But let me update you guys on my daughter. So Eliana is seven years old. She's autistic and non-speaking. Jacob is four years old. He's autistic and non-speaking. They both have a speech device, which is an AAC device um, where they communicate their wants and needs through that. Um, But from September to December, I was having some 
issues with my daughter's school. And of course, due to legal matters, I cannot get into full details with you all as much as I would love to. But if you follow me on Instagram, um, then, you know, I've shared a little bit of, about this on my stories. Um, but long story short, you know, I had to get a lawyer involved because I realized after reading her IEP that she was only getting 30 minutes a month individually of speech, 30 minutes, um, which if you know, then you know that that is nothing. That is nothing, especially a month. Okay. This is not a week type of thing. This is a month. So, you know, I didn't realize how, you know, I guess severe that was the fact that she should be getting more than that. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know I had to, um, really educate myself in that. And I had to hire a special education advocate whom I've also known for a very long time. And I can, you know, leave you guys her information down below in the description and you guys can reach out to her via email, check out her website. Her services are amazing. And I promise you that you're going to leave the meeting with her, like ready to tackle your child's IEP. That's how prepared I felt after she, you know, looked through my daughter's IEP and was like, no, mom, like, this is not okay. She should be getting this. She should be getting that. And literally, I never felt so prepared for an IEP meeting the way I felt after getting this consultation with you know, Jen McNeil, which again, I'll leave her information down below. But anyways, fast forward, you know, I also had a lawyer involved and he gave me his insight and gave me his advice and questions that I can bring forth to this IEP meeting. And this IEP meeting took place back in September. Um, but pretty much, you know, the case was won. You know, they are, we were able to increase to 60 minutes a month individually and then 90 minutes a month in a group. So the group is like pretty much she'll be with, you know, maybe like two kids in the, in the session of speech. Um, but on top of that, she's going to be getting private speech with my son's SOP who takes private clients. So Miss Katie, who's amazing, and I will have her on the podcast, by the way. That is one of my special guests that I will be having on, and we will talk all things speech and communication, um, so be ready for that. But she is going to be seeing Eliana every other week, once a week for an hour. So that's that. On top of that, I can't remember if I mentioned to you guys that I signed up the kids for outpatient therapy, so that's through insurance. So um, they have been going for the past few weeks to outpatient therapy. Jacob goes for feeding therapy. And so they go twice a week after school for 30 minutes each of those, you know, two days. So Mondays, they go for 30 minutes. Tuesday, they go for 30 minutes. So that's a total of 60 minutes that Eliana is getting of extra speech. So when we look at it, I know this can be confusing. So that's why I don't want to say too much because I feel like I'm going to confuse y'all. Um, but if you know, then you know and understand that this is just how life is, right? And we have to advocate for everything that our children need till the end, 
Okay, it, it doesn't matter what it takes, but we have to advocate for what's right. You know, what's right, what's fair, um, what they deserve, you know? So um, I'm definitely proud of myself that I was able to go through that. I never thought I was going to have to get a lawyer involved, especially this early on, like in the journey, because she's seven, you know, like she's still so young that I feel like, oh my gosh, like really? We have to go through all these hoop holes. Like, it's just crazy. You know, it's definitely absurd that we have to go through all of this, but we do it anyway, right? Um, So that's pretty much with Eliana. I'm definitely happy to where we're at now. Now, I must say, I am not putting her in public school next year. It's just not happening. Um, My son will be starting kindergarten in September. He's not going at all. So. My plan right now is I did sign them up for charter school. So next month, okay, I am praying so hard, y'all, that I get a call from one of the four charter schools that I've applied them to. Um, And again, these charter schools are definitely really good for autistic support. You know, they have a great system set. Um, so I've done my research and I know people that have their children in this school. So I definitely feel at peace with the decision, but again, you know, it's lottery. So in other words, they'll pick out your child's name and if they pick it, then boom, if not, they'll be on the waiting list. So my goal is, and I've already shared this with my husband and he's cool with it. So we are on the same page on this. My goal is that if I don't get called from any of these charter schools, they will be um, homeschooled. <laughs> and I know I, you know, I'm saying this and I don't even know how that will go, but it will go. OK, because there is no way I'm going to deal with the nonsense of the public school district um, again. I'm just not with it. Um, and I'm not going to put my son through that either. So like Jacob and Eliana. So Eliana has some sensory challenges, but not as severe as Jacob. And so Jacob has very severe sensory challenges. Um, so therefore, I know that he's going to need more accommodations than Eliana. So I feel like if they're having such a hard time accommodating my daughter for her services and giving her what she deserves and just making excuses, then I can't even imagine going through that with my son plus more. Right. So I'm just, you know, for my mental health. Okay. And my well-being, I'm just not putting myself in that position once again. Um, so that is pretty much the plan that I have going forth. And I don't feel bad about it. You know, a part of me, of course, guilt creeps in like, really, you know, what if they have regression? What if, you know, they they have a hard time homeschooling, you know, and I know it's going to be hard regardless, because again, I've never homeschooled and I'm going to be completely fresh into the game. But I know so many amazing autism moms out there that are homeschooling. So I know I won't be alone. That's for a fact. But um, I think it's just more what's playing in my head right now is, you know, they're so used to their routine at home that this will be a whole new routine. Like everything will be completely different. The good thing is that I can work on my own schedule and we can set up something nice that will work for them. But yeah, 
it's just a lot to unfold and think about. Again, it's not like final and set as of right now, but it's something that's in my thoughts that will happen if they won't get into charter school right away. Now, will I keep homeschooling them once I start? No, that's not happening. <laughs> um, it would just be for the time being until they get in, right? So there's a 50-50% chance that one of them is going to get in first. But once one is in, they do take in siblings, maybe the following year. So um, anyways, that, you know, that will be, I will definitely update you guys on the following episodes um, if any changes are made. But right now they are still in their school, you know, getting their services and of course, extra services. Jacob is also, his speech therapist had offered to um, come once a month to offer him an extra, um, you know, couple of minutes of speech. So she is coming for 45 minutes once a month to give Jacob some extra speech time. And I thought that was so nice because, I mean, the fact that, you know, she's just taking out of her time after work to come and see my son after school hours for 45 minutes once a month. And even though it's once a month and it sounds like, like not a lot, it really is because she puts in so much work. So I'm just grateful for her. And Katie, if you're listening to this podcast, shout out to you. Okay. You already know how I feel about you. I'm just saying. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's that with the kids. That's about like the most recent updates that I have for you guys. Um, but now with me, <laughs> my update is that I never thought in years, really, that I will be seeking mental health help. And I think I've come to a point, well, first of all, let me just mention that as supporting parents, our stress levels are double than that of a typical parent. Okay. And I'm not, you know, disregarding typical parents. I'm not dismissing them. I'm not like, you know, just thinking of them any less. I'm just saying that statistics, you know, numbers don't lie. Like they just show you that our stress level as support needs parents is definitely higher. So, you know, I think I'm so good at masking my emotions. I'm so good at masking how I feel, you know, what I'm going through that. I mean, it came to a point where I've really had to pray and ask God to guide me. You know, and if you don't know, I am a Christian woman. This podcast is definitely Christian center, faith-based center. Um, and I always talk about my faith to encourage others. So um, you're going to hear God a lot. You're going to hear Jesus a lot, you know, because that is my source of strength. That is what I lean on. And I'm not ashamed to sharing that. Um, so again, I had, you know, I prayed. I fasted, you know, I talked to God. I just wanted him to guide me because I wanted to make sure I wasn't moving by my emotions. But instead, it was just something that I knew I needed and it had to happen in this season. So I started off the year with, you know, I was grateful enough to have a close friend of mine who I've known for years now. We went to high school together and she also seeks mental health help and therapy. And so we were just talking on text and, you know, 
um, we were talking about mental health and I was sharing with her, you know, how I really want to find a therapist. And she guided me to the place where she goes for therapy. And it is a Christian place. So I was just like, bingo, this is the place. But then I wanted to make sure they took my insurance. And sure enough, y'all, they take my insurance. I have to pay a small fee of copayment. But um, I had my intake a few weeks ago and it went great. You know, they asked me a ton of questions. You know, if you're in therapy, then you know this more than me. But um, they asked a lot of questions, you know, about my childhood, any traumas that I've had, things like that. And, you know, I was never asked these questions before. So, of course, it took me some time to really process and think and Um, it went great. Now I'm just waiting to hear back from them with a therapist that's available for the days that I gave them, which is really Saturdays. And my goal is to go at least one, one Saturday a month. Um, and really just to get some strategies. I'm also pursuing a diagnosis, um, after doing my research on OCD and ADHD, I do see definitely some possible signs of them in myself. Um, and so I just want answers at this point so I can get the right help that I need. Right. I don't know if that makes sense, but, um, yeah, so pretty much this year I want to, my word is discipline and I want to discipline that part of my life. I want to make sure that I am consistent and I am taking care of my mental health so I can show up as my best self for my children. Not that I haven't, but, you know, I think I just want to make sure I am getting those strategies and those tips that I need to manage and cope better with my mental health. And so I'm definitely proud of myself that I took that step. So if you have been feeling the same way and you've been putting this in the back burner. Let me tell you, I thought about this for possibly two years. I've been thinking about, okay, I need to seek a therapist. I need to seek a professional's help. Like, and I will hear so many people talk about mental health, but I never thought about it about myself because I'm always putting myself last. I'm always thinking about others. I'm always putting other people's, you know, issues and, 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 and things in front of me, you know, above myself. And so, um, God gave me that peace to move forward with this decision and not everybody's going to agree on it. Not everybody's going to be okay, but you know what? It is what it is because at the end of the day, I'm going to start thinking about myself moving forward this year. You know, I put everyone's issues and situations in front of mine and I have to learn how to say no. I have to learn how to rest. I have to learn how to take a chill pill and relax and sit back, right? So um, shout out to you that's prioritizing your mental health this year. And if you're not, guess what? This is your sign to do so. <laughs> Let this be your reminder to take care of your mental health, to seek out to that therapist. Um, so with that being said, I had to cancel my gym membership. Whoa. Yes, I was so into the gym. I was going three times a week and I was really staying committed with that part of my life, my physical well-being. But I said, I have to invest this money in another way. And so that way is investing it into my therapy sessions. So therefore, that money is going toward my therapy session, taking care of my mental health, Rather than so much focusing on my physical, I want to make sure that my mental health is good. 
So um, that's what I'm doing. So I canceled my membership, but this week I am starting um, Pilates, which is something I've been thinking about starting. So I'll be doing that from home three days of the week, still working out the same amount of time, but from home, saving some money and just, you know, having that time with myself and God, you know, listening to some worship music, reading more the Bible and praying more in my, in my free time. And if not making that time, right. Being intentional. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the update on myself. That's a huge update on me because I don't think anybody would have thought that, wow, Nani, she's seeking mental health therapy. Um, yeah, well, hello and welcome. Yes. I'm still human. I'm a normal person. I'm still here. You know, I still have feelings. And so I am just needing some extra help from professionals to cope better, you know, in a lot of my life situations. So I'm just grateful, you know, and I believe God, listen, I'm pro therapy and I believe God has given these professionals the knowledge and the understanding to cope with people like myself. Um, and so why not get the help, you know? So I'm cheering you on, friend. If that's you, go for it. If you've been thinking about it, go for it. Stop overthinking. I'm telling you, I'm an overthinker myself, but I'm becoming more of a risk taker. I'm just jumping right in and taking that leap of faith. And that's exactly what I'm doing with this therapy. And guess what? It doesn't mean I'm going to need it for the rest of my life. You know, I may just need it for a couple months, right? But so what if it's a whole life thing, right? Um, I'm okay with having Jesus and having therapy. Like there is nothing wrong with that. So if you're too a Christian and you're an autism mom or you're just a mom who, you know, have children with support needs, whether it's ADHD, whether it's, you know, um, cerebral palsy, any type of special needs that your child may have, um, it's important for you to take care of you. And so um, I just noticed that I was, you know, coping with those things, with my mental health in ways that were just not okay. For example, I would just go shopping and spend money, unnecessary money that I should have not been spending. You know, you know what I mean? Like it was just more of an emotional shopping and mental health shopping, like a mental break um, rather than, okay, do I really need this? I'm just being straight up with y'all. Okay. So I had to take a step back and I had to realize, okay, I do need help. I do need help. And it's okay because I am not the first person or the last person to need help. So therefore, um, I had to practice the fruits of the spirit, right? Self-control. So, um, that's exactly what I did. And so, um, also the emotional eating, I was finding myself just emotionally eating. Like I wasn't really like starving or hungry, but rather my feelings were take getting the best of me, I will say. They were just getting the best of me. And so I will cope with those feelings by stuffing my face and eating. Um, or if not, I would not eat. So I was I'm I'm just not having the appropriate diet that I need to be having. And again, this is just a vulnerable moment of me opening up with you guys because I want y'all to feel seen if you're going through the same situation. And so I had to, you know, realize like, listen, 
you're either overeating or you're just not eating enough. <laughs> right? So like I could eat breakfast. I had some Fruit Loops this morning while getting the kids ready for school. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about food. <laughs> I'm, I'm legit hungry this time, right? So it's almost lunchtime as I'm recording this episode. So I know that after this, I have to force myself to eat lunch. I'm trying to keep up with my meals throughout the day rather than just snacking on junk, you know, to just be distracted by other things around me and getting work done for either my job and things like that, that I need to focus and get my priorities together. That's just the honest truth. And um, another update is that... I did start with the agency I mentioned to you guys on the last episode. I had mentioned that I was in the process of getting hired for a home health agency who hires parents of children with disability to pay them as a caregiver. So I did officially start that maybe a week before Christmas. So I am so grateful and blessed for that opportunity. I will also leave their information down below if you are in PA or the surrounding areas, more so near Philadelphia. That's where I'm at. So like near the Philadelphia area, PA, um, you can contact them and let them know that you are looking to get paid as a caregiver for your child who has a disability. And so you will get hired and it's a process. You know, you do have to call insurance. You have to get a letter of medical necessity from the from your child's doctor and, um, you know, make sure they send that to insurance. And again, it's a process. Okay. So you have to be patient and you have to be okay with commitment. You know, like you have to clock in and you have to clock out. It's just like a regular job, but I am grateful. Um, so I right now work for the kids Monday through Saturday, um, Monday through Friday. I do, you know, seven hours each day. And then um, Saturdays, I do five hours. So that's a total of 40 hours a week. And I'm just, again, grateful. It has been a huge help financially in my household, which is something that we were stressing about. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people are going through it financially. I know I'm not the only one. So that's that, friends. That is pretty much like a summary and update of the life in the Santana household, okay? Um, but before I end this episode, I do want to give you guys a little encouraging message so you are encouraged throughout this year and just put your trust in God, okay? So as we embrace a new year, um, let it be a canvas painted with hope, strength, and unwavering faith, okay? Have faith. Trust God that this is going to be a better year than last year. And listen, I had a great year last year, despite of the circumstances, despite of the challenges, it was still a pretty good year overall. I would say better than 2022. That's for sure. Um, but I am declaring that this year is going to be even greater, even better than the previous year, right? And that's what I want you to do. Declare that. Speak life, okay? Speak life. Your words are powerful. There is power in your words. So. Be sure that when, what's coming out of your mouth, it's life and not death. Um, your journey is a testament to resilience and love, okay? Celebrate each day as a fresh opportunity for growth and joy, okay? 
Find beauty in the small victories and cherish the moments that define your story. Listen, the moments that define your family, your story. It's unique. We have a similarity, and that is that our children are autistic, and possibly your child is also non speaking. <coughs> Excuse me. But at the end of the day, it's different. It's still different. We have similarities, but it's still different. Your child might struggle with things that my children don't struggle with, right? And the reason I say it's so different, um, because I have two who are autistic and yet they are so different. They have their own challenges, their own unique challenges. So just find beauty in those things and cherish it, cherish it. Even if it's a challenge, make the best out of it. Remember, you are not alone, mom and dad that's listening. You are not alone. God is right by your side. I need you to lean on him. If you don't have faith, if, excuse me, if you don't have faith, if you don't have a source that you lean on for encouragement, I encourage you to get a Bible, read it, and talk to God. There is no perfect prayer. There is no exact prayer. Just talk to God. The same way you will talk to me, you will talk to your friend. Pour your heart out to him and ask him, God, I need your strength to guide me through this new year. Just guide me. It's never too late, friends. Okay. And I want to make sure that I share that with you because that is my source. If you're wondering, like, how do you get so many things done? How are you doing this? Like, how could you even get a podcast done? Like, I don't even have time for anything. Listen, the Bible tells me that there is time for everything under the sun. You just have to be intentional. So. Be mindful of your time. Make the best out of it. And be intentional. That's all I'm going to say. Be intentional. And if you don't know how to pray, if you don't know, you know, where to start with your relationship with God, listen, reach out to me. I am here to listen to you, to give you a call, to pray for you. I want to be that friend for you. Okay. So keep that in mind. May the coming months bring you moments of peace, joy, and hope. Lean on to hope, friends. <laughs> you are the right person for your child. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You are the right person for your child. Do not allow the enemy to speak lies into your ear and make you feel like you're not that person that your child should have been given another parent. Because let me tell you, the enemy, the devil, Satan, he is so good at putting these things in our head. But I'm going to make you feel better with letting you know that God would never put those thoughts in your head. He just never will do that because he is a loving, caring God. And he wants you to feel his peace and love rather than fear. Okay, so fear does not come from God. And so you have to rebuke those thoughts and say, you know what? In the name of Jesus, I need you to leave because I know God loves me. I know that I was called and chosen for my child. That's it. I need you to speak that over your life right now. Okay. So keep going, friends. Keep going. And if you're just starting this journey, I'm going to tell you right now, there is hope. Okay. I know that so many people share the, the challenges and I, I'm going to say like the negative part of autism, right? 
and in the challenging part of autism. And it's rare when you see like joyous moments and the milestones, right? So it is so easy for us to get caught up in those negative moments and those challenging moments that we forget hope. We forget that there is hope on the other side. There is hope. So I am here to remind you, there is hope. Focus on your child's journey. Don't worry about nobody else's. Don't even worry about my journey, okay? You can be encouraged through it, but at the end of the day, you were given your own journey, and therefore, what's going to work for you, it's going to work for you. That's it. So focus on your journey. Don't be so caught up with everyone else's journey, but yet focus on your journey and your child's journey, and I'm telling you, it's going to be okay. Okay, it's going to be okay. So wishing you all an amazing year filled with lots, lots of milestones. Okay, and um, yeah, stay tuned, you guys, for the rest of season two, because you are in for a treat. Okay, you are in for a treat, so you don't want to miss it. I love you all. And again, thank you so much for your support. We are almost okay. I'm just going to say it. We are almost at 400 downloads. Okay, it hasn't even been a year and we're already at 400 downloads. So listen, if you're just listening to this podcast, I need you to download it. Um, Subscribe if you're on YouTube watching. Um, Leave me reviews, you guys. It means so much to me when I can see those five stars and I can read your review. Um, It just warms my heart. So please do that for me. Um, And yeah, I will see you guys on another podcast episode and that's a wrap for today's episode of uniquely wired podcast thank you so much for tuning in and sharing this space with me if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe rate and share until next time